welcome back to the Kyperionettes after a very long hiatus. That's the right word. Vacation. Yeah. I'm still Maggie. And we've forgotten how to do this. Okay. I'm Maggie. I might be Cheyenne. She might be. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Abigail. And today, we are going to talk about how we're handling the coronavirus situation. Since we are all seniors in high school and it's been very weird and mm -hmm. we feel like we have thoughts on this but we are not going to talk about the politics of it we're not going to tell you whether or not you should wear a mask or whether or not you should stay home or it. <laughs> Abigail's not going to hide you right now I just right picked now, it up and then remembered this. which is the right decision <laughs> um, Maggie decrees <laughs> the right decision oh yeah. dear uh, but we're not gonna talk about our opinions on necessary on what the government should be doing or how you should respond. But we are going to talk about our own personal how we're capitalizing on the situation or how we're trying to. And yeah, and we might be a little bit out of practice with talking since, to people. <laughs> you know, school's been canceled for two months. Hashtag no. cancel our senior year. It doesn't feel like two months, but it, it is two months. No, it feels like a year. Yeah. It, it's felt like the entire summer's gone by and we're going to start school tomorrow. Yeah. Another <laughs> school year. I, I rode my bicycle here and I was smelling barbecue and it felt oh. like summer. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. It's a really weird time warp. It is. Mm -hmm. Like it feels simultaneously okay. like we paused and like we jumped to summer. Uh. Yes, it does. And I also remember telling Kara when she would take us to school. She's our friend. Yes, sorry. Kara Rothenberger. She's great. Uh, I told her, uh, I am very excited for summer. And lo and behold, summer came early. The Lord just wanted you to have Apparently. summer right away. Summer Except it's like a early. weird summer with school responsibilities and then... And you can't go outside. It almost makes it more fun. Or you get shot down. Because kind of. then you have other well, you have things that you have to do. I think it's actually almost more fun because then you have things that you have to do, like but there are also busier. more time to do things that you want to do. Oh, I'm I making feel like I have doubting no faces about Maggie's that. How have you been busy? I am very much enjoying this. I am, I am enjoying myself, but I feel like saying that this time is more fun than summer normally is is a really weird way of putting it. Well, I am okay, enjoying myself. I don't, I don't it's like completely different. Yeah, I don't like the part of summer where it's like endless days that flow into each other of I don't know what I'm doing. But also I think that I'm probably never going to feel that way again. Yeah, I think you just pick a project or read a million books at that point. A million. Yeah, okay. which I'm completely content with. Anyways, we sorry are part of <coughs> what has been dubbed the class of COVID-19, no. which we all appreciate. <gasps> yes. And we all are getting shirts or have got shirts from... Um, the class of COVID-19 merch site, which if you are a senior, and I don't know, do any other seniors listen to this? Uh, Who knows? No. I, think, I, mean, I don't know. I think my friend from the called conference listens. Um, you should go get a shirt or a sweatshirt or a notebook. Support you have to be a senior to get it? Ish. No. No, you could, because you, oh, you could also in the class. get something that says, uh, no, we, no. <laughs> It has the to class be that, to get the one that says class of COVID nineteen, yeah. You have to be a senior. Yeah. So I mean, high school anyone can buy it, but it would be weird if you got it. Yeah, class I think like your ninth graders right now are not the class of twenty twenty. You're the class of whatever year you graduate. But okay. specifically to sure. us, we're the class of COVID nineteen. Yes. So that's fun. And Which is very lucky because if you think about it, the two seniors before us, they could have been in the class of COVID nineteen. Oh shucks. Or we could have just passed it, and then so we. Somehow we ended up here. I, this is useless. What I'm saying. What I'm basically predestination. <laughs> it is predestination, and I feel like Cheyenne, Cheyenne is dropping you? ice behind us. I don't know what's going on. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. Okay, she's fine. Uh, I do think that we are. I I feel like there's a better way to say this than I'm going to say it. It's. We have a very interesting time to be in, so like we're lucky that we're the ones that get to tell the story. Yeah. And also, it's not something I would have like chosen for myself. 
But thinking about well, it, you don't really choose anything. It's totally the thing I, the type of thing you would throw at a character in a book. Um. So that yeah. Do you feel like a book character? Ugh. Caitlin, it, do you yes. feel like a book character? Not gonna lie, it feels like this. We've been dropped in like a weird. Because I still know that we're trying to finish up the school year, but it feels like we've been in, dropped in this weird Have you? Pandemic, pandemic, evil <laughs> situation where we're just locked in our house. I pandemic sounds too uh, much like mind. panic. I'm not going to say this because mm-hmm. it includes the government. Okay, we're, we're not, not going to include the government. We're going to have to bring the government um, into it. No, did you hear that? There's flying spiders now. <laughs> Wait, what? Flying my spiders friend, and murder hornets. My friend is like, wow, first the government shuts the wall, uh, our states down, and then mm, there's murder hornets and now flying spiders. What's next? Monkeys that rip your faces off? Flying snakes. There are any monkeys that rip your face off? I said, I was go to a zoo and play with a monkey. And he goes, shut up. I didn't mean it like that. I think that. maybe next will be flying snakes straight from Herodotus. Okay, that, would be even that is your Herodotus quota for the day. <laughs> First off, I am allowed to reference Herodotus as many times as I want in one day. Oh, really? Yes, yes I am. speech just like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't be, don't be hating on her Mr. Sar says the world needs more nerds like me, specifically about Herodotus, so I feel justified. That's the but, okay. back to the topic. Yes, we actually have to topic. Um, we've to been topic. at home with our normal lives completely disrupted, <laughs> essentially, mm-hmm. for two months now, a little over. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like it's going to be normal anytime soon. But we have still been doing stuff. It's not, it's really weird because it's like just in between, like full on everything is weird. So it feels normal again. Mm-hmm. Like when everything is so weird that you're really counting the days that you go through. Yeah. That's a different sort of thing. I this is counting. just like we don't know what day I... we're in and it's oh. very odd. Poop. I was supposed to bring your guys' announcements. Uh my senior announcements. But I on it made those. Well, my mom did. Um, but she put T B D on everything. Oh. Oh, because yeah. we have no idea when we're going to be graduating, where we're going to be graduating, well, what time we're going to be graduating. So we technically will be like graduated in two weeks. Because we're kidding. We, because we will have. So our diplomas still have that. They're over them. there, right there. In my yeah, I know they are. <laughs> we can <laughs> steal. You're not. We're not. We're not going to steal our diplomas. Um, but we have done. Just so you know. But we will have done all of our schoolwork and stuff within two weeks so it's all very weird also but was that was the poem really our last paper for omnibus yeah yeah okay I didn't, I didn't when you said that, that i was like for real for yeah for real. i actually didn't cry about it which i felt like that was an achievement i think if you told me i would have cried but i didn't but surprisingly this time has been productive how about caitlin go oh, into your okay so we'll take turns telling the first few week, two weeks thing. of this stay at home stay safe stay healthy order thing <laughs> She says with snark in her voice. Yes, I was like, this is dumb. We should be out of our houses. Like, let's go to protest. And then I'm like, hold up. Maybe we should, maybe we should be a little bit cautious. And I didn't really have anything to do. I'm like, I'll just do homework. Pretend like I'm going to school every single day. Just give all these hours to Put homework. Put my uniform on. But then, no, I actually haven't gotten that to that point yet. Good, neither have I. I think I will at once. Just to say I did it. But <laughs> I wanted to get creative and actually do more things than just sit around and do algebra and read Luther and Erasmus for a few hours. So, where do I start? I don't know. Uh, tell us about your company. Okay, so I started a very small business making earrings, which is actually fun. I did have to pause it. Which is actually fun. It is. <laughs> I Opposed to so, the other. Surprisingly, <laughs> I thought it was going to be boring. It's a fun thing she does. <laughs> I'm currently on pause trying to finish the school year up strong and go, go, go. You only got two weeks. You yes. can do it. So I can do it. <laughs> you um, can do it. We Sorry. built <laughs> garden beds. We're growing our own. We might give food to neighbors, squash, carrots, peas. Peas. Okay. There that is was an actual. Middle, extremely eloquent. Maybe an actual. Leave a squash or a cucumber. 
some kind of vegetable on your neighbor's porch today. I don't, I don't want my neighbor to leave a squash on my doorstep. Well, squash so they can squash no, you. No, the point is that you don't want Zucchini it. Bread. You give it to other people. You've been oh, okay. Oh, so if you plant a squash plant, the yes. amount of squash that one squash plant produces, it just keeps coming. See, this is what it's happens like when we spend eight weeks apart from each other. It's like how, many, how much squash a mother. plants produce. A mother. Um, okay. Anyway, what? Productivity. I can't talk about productivity. Okay, so well, productivity. Hey, your business built, earrings. Okay, and garden squash. Well, the earrings are going I great. I have sourdough in my eyebrow. You should, if you like. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just felt my eyebrow. I have sourdough. Abigail is one of her productive things is she started making sourdough bread and now it is stuck in her eyebrow. Anyway, sorry. I can't off Caitlin. Go ahead. No, not going. Squash. Squash. Vegetables. No, so Job. we built garden beds. We built a storage unit in our garage. Oh, really? Yeah, I can show you after this. Um, what else have we done? Have you done... Uh, you can tell us about your job. Oh, job. so the Chick-fil-A on 88th and I-5 is opening in like a week. And I applied and got a job there. So we're going to... It's like a week and a half, but yeah. Which I'm really glad... So their company motto is like to glorify God and be the most caring company. What? Uh oh. Does that mean our next week is my birthday? Yes. Senior theses so. are born. Are born. <laughs> they are due in six They're days. And I'm crying. Here's a hint for upcoming things I'm gonna say. Oh, I have not written my senior thesis. But you already have it. I feel so relieved. I'm not the only one. Can I have you just protest? Please? No, 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 no. I want to get it over That's with. not what I meant. I was Dang. saying I need to write that. Okay. I have thoughts, though. I hit the table. So. Sorry, Becca. Um, but when on they started off, so their company, like, motto is, or vision is to glorify God and make Chick-fil-A the most serving, caring company. And enjoy chicken and berries forever. Yes. And very It's not funny. The finger of shame. That was not sacrilegious. And to bring food Technically, it wasn't. No, keep going. My pleasure. But I am, I am thankful that <laughs> and then like, I got a job offer because they do seem like a very good company to work for and considering, and also being off on Sundays. Closed on Sundays. No. You, because you I don't. are going to put a Kanye reference in. We cannot <laughs> avoid it. Well, because I don't want to be Sunday. that person who has Kanye? to miss no, no, no <laughs> has, has to, like, Kanye. Yeah. miss church or ask for Sundays off and so they, like, that was one of the reasons why I did apply there because I'm like I don't want to <laughs> okay please stop doing that whatever okay finish finish okay needs oh. to say this time has actually been very productive yes Next good person. job oh and you guys are getting a puppy which is right now coming I in so transit excited. I, about your puppy. I just... Abigail might want to prolong the podcast until I know, the puppy gets here. Because I was like, ooh, Isaiah, Isaiah said, are you going to see the puppy? I was like, I thought it was going to be here already, but I, no, I, I know, I'm sad to admit. Oh, well. yeah. um, Abigail, do you want to tell us about your productive? Did you do sourdough starter? Quarantine. Yeah. So, well, I can, I can tell you, I can tell you in short, the sourdough saga. That's Which I probably is more interesting than the Star Wars saga. <laughs> well, at least, at least the Han Solo movie. That <laughs> I people disagree with me. Aaron disagrees with me. That movie was one of the most boring movies. He's your brother. He's obligated oh to disagree. Anyway, okay, I'll say controversial things about Star Wars. I do think that the first two were good, but sorry. I mean, the whole philosophy was a little messed up, but we're just not going to go into that. Okay. Um, I like how both of you have gone onto your phones. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm reading an email me. I just got. Okay. But keep going. Um, I am so listening So I started to you. doing sourdough, but the thing is my sourdough starter never, it's supposed to float. To show that it has enough yeast, it never floated. What do you mean by float? Wait, like, if you, you put, put, it put in a, the dough in the water? You, no, 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 you, put a, you take a spoon and you put a little bit of dough in the water, and it's supposed to float at the top. If it oh, sinks, oh, yeah. it's not yeasty Mrs. enough. Mrs. Rothenberger showed me hers Yeasty. Doing that. I was thinking someone should write a sourdough cookbook called The Yeasty Boys. <laughs> I like this. Wait, now I want to do a parody song. Of the Yeasty Boys. Because then I thought it would be good. Alton Brownie has the burping yeast. Yes. You could have, you could, anyway. Okay, so never floated. And then I found out my aunt who also did, but everybody's doing sourdough, so I'm not special. I already realized that. But, uh, 
my aunt was doing it, and so she said, I just think you're not feeding it enough. So then she gave me her starter, and she started another one. So then I've been feeding that, and it actually floats, and I have That's made good. sourdough bread. Although, the thing is, I wanted it to have really big holes in it. When I was imagining sourdough bread, I was imagining really holy, like, full of holes sourdough bread. And then uh, I talked to Mrs. Like jeans. Mrs. Bone about it, and Mrs. Bone is lovely. And so she told me about making sourdough bread with big holes in it is you it's a high hydration mm -hmm. so the amount of water is way higher so Caitlin already knows it's way higher than normal. a lot so, of people are making sourdough yeah, I mean, no, I was like, sourdough like so but anyway that's why I have sourdough in my eyebrow because this this recent loaves that it's I made new makeup are press. so wet that they kept sticking to my bench press and I couldn't get the tension bench press no. <laughs> No wonder you got <laughs> in your I was working out. <laughs> Bench pressing. Anyway, I have sourdough in my eyebrow because it was so wet that it kept sticking to everything. And I, anyway, boring stuff. Nope. You, if you should make sourdough bread, everybody should make it. That's why everyone is making. I it. want to take over my mom's make. starter because I've watched her do it a few times. I so at first I did where you weigh it, and then so mm -hmm. you pour it, but I don't. I have now stopped weighing it altogether. I just look for the right consist. Like you want it to be as thick as muffin batter. You don't have to spoon mm -hmm. muffin batter. You just make it like that, and then you don't have to use measurements because that's very tedious. And I'm not. Have a you have person. put any in the fridge? I don't put it in the fridge. My mom has a backup in the fridge in case she kills her one on the counter. Oh okay. Because it lasts a week. It's like a really but weird little pet. But you can't kill it. I know. You well, no, but I mean, you in the die. fridge you feel it, feed it once a yeah. week, and then the thing, on the counter. No, but if you even, don't, because like even if I forget a day, lot. even if I forget a day, you just pour it up and put more. I'd be pretty sure everyone. No, went, but you went could go for forever. That's true, but I mean, to kill it is kind of difficult. But you can do it. You can do it. But yeah. You have to really forget about it. You have to have remember you. Yes. Remember Elas? <laughs> Remember Elas. English. Um, I am training the videos. I've been painting a painting for my mom. You're helping your parents with the bathroom renovation. Yes. And Ooh. and we did we took out our entire deck. Wait, nice. What? Yeah. And now it's framed. I forgot about that. And now the we're waiting for the material to come to redo the deck. Redoing nice. decks is fun. It is it is actually pretty fun. The day that we took it all out and threw it all in the trailer, I was very sore. <laughs> but it was, yeah. it was pretty fun. Uh, and then what else? I've been working on my senior thesis, which is proving very difficult because I picked a very broad topic. In well, and then it was then it's ten minutes. <laughs> yes, and so, so I'm like, how? So I wrote like two pages of bullet pointed things I could talk about. Two pages. Yeah, and I was like, so today I was trying to sort through and like write like pick which ones I want to even and then every time I start to get into it I start thinking this has all been said before this has all been said before it's gonna be boring but I just have to go for it yeah it'll be good and I, I think I figured out how I'm gonna make it different. not boring yeah make it so that it's something different that people like a different perspective because literally everything you could say I'm pretty sure that almost like all of our topics have all been said before but it doesn't mean that they're not worth saying. Yeah, because like mine yours is a less popular. Thing yeah, yours is less popular, but it, people have definitely talked about it. I feel like mine is that way. I feel like we should probably say what they are. Cause sure. I was gonna ask you a question about mine. Uh, go ahead on uh, the podcast. Well, Just I don't know. Know. <laughs> um, because I was talking with Mr. Bowers. Well, say what your okay. topic is. My or... topic is about it's a lot of things. Regrets, not wasting your senior year, and I'm gonna end it with like hot tips. Hot how tips. to have a you know like those Facebook videos where they use I thought the of Mr. Star blue because like hot tips the nifty the, videos but yeah. I was gonna ask you because I was talking to Mr. Mr. Sars that they think it's not a YouTube. edu educational essay uh -huh. but I'm like it relates to me and trying to encourage Miss, other seniors did Mr. Star say that she did and I'm like well. because Mr. Bar's like you need proof and I'm like well I'm using my experience as a senior and then trying to pass I don't on think it's that bad. I thought it would actually be interesting. Still okay, that's it. what that's what I'm still planning on doing, and then you trying and being content when Ooh, things all of a sudden change. You can. I have a book called. Uh, you probably heard of this, by and you might even have it. Just do something by Kevin DeYoung. Have you? Do you have that book? I'm guessing you have it. There's it. also Jocko videos. You can watch probably that, that book. Yeah, exactly. Jocko, except for he has or Jordan Peterson, but I doubt Caitlin. You want to take on the twelve rules for life in six days. No. 
Anyway, yeah. okay, yes. But what's your question? What is your question? Sorry. My question? Should you write it? Yes. I'm, well, I, I'm still planning you on writing it. You can make it, it but educational. Because that, that's... You I'm trying to also figure books. out how to structure the paper because I want to tie in how oh, our senior year Jesus. has been anything but normal. Yeah. And we ended the school year dissecting the worms and reading Machiavelli. So... <laughs> What about Machiavelli? That was the last book we read. I did research. I, did, yeah. I went back. And What's read. really funny is that we read uh, parts of the Decameron, the Decameron, uh, by Boccaccio, right before the pandemic, and the plot of the what Decameron focuses Except on for, youth who are banished because of a pandemic. But Except what's that one's actually is a it, scary pandemic. But they're legally allowed... What was the pandemic okay, first again? of all, the, the thing that they were facing was way more dangerous than what we're facing, and they were allowed to be in the same room. Yeah. We're <laughs> facing, like, lame sauce. <laughs> like a flu. And, and they're not... A, and we're not allowed to see each other. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> politics. Sorry. So, your question is, how do you make it academic? Well, no, just try and... I was struggling how to structure it and make it somewhat relatable because it doesn't relate to academics because it is a it's a it's a paper about how not to waste your senior year. So I'm like, well, uh, I'm thinking. You're touching on walnuts. Sorry, (laughs) poor walnuts. Um, I, I I feel like it is academic. That's why when they said that, I'm like, hold up. I do think that you have to. You you would have to have like, make it broad enough for that. Yeah, and also just in each paragraph use uh, like some kind of reference, like the Bible and, like, or a book a you read, reference. or a quote instead of just like oh, yeah. talk, talking, talking, talking. The first man talking like you would to a person. person. Oh, oh, like you like <laughs> if you were talking to a person about not wasting their senior year, that'd I, be different than I formally it. quote people in normal talk. You can also do about? that if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, but that okay. would if you just use like. I might also send it to you and have you read it like the night before is due. I'd love to do that. <laughs> um, we all send it to you. Cheyenne, what's yours about again? Uh, Reese's says Bowen and why and when we should laugh. Okay, so yeah, our school's motto, most of you probably know this since it most of you know Rhesus it. Rhesus S. Bellum. Laughter, laughter is war, war. except uh, for the one time we ended up in the newspaper quoted as Rhesus S. Hellum, which, <laughs> <laughs> which was a really great time. They also uh-huh. said our ma- mascot was a rag art instead of a <laughs> rag art. The problem is, is that the poor guy had hearing problems. Oh. But he should have asked us to spell more things. Yeah. That's, like that's why I'm wondering is if you're a reporter and you your job is to listen to people. Yeah. Uh-huh. <gasps> but no, he was very nice. I also yeah. I also want to ask all of the um all the teachers of each grade to record their class saying laughter is war, ha ha ha. So then at the end, I could be like, this is us bomb, and then have all of them say it at the end. Just as a hurrah. Closing. Yeah, I don't know. I will yell really I'm, loudly. I'm really struggling with this. I don't know why. Like, I wake up every morning at four in the morning, panicking. I'm like, I only have a few days. But you I'm do that all the time. Unprepared, and I have, like, a whole essay in my head. And I'm like, okay, it's time to type it. And I sit there for a solid 20 minutes, and I go, I have nothing. I have nothing. Okay. I can't get an okay. intro sentence. What you skip the intro. Don't write the intro first. I basically never write the intro first unless I'm struck by inspiration. What you should do is you should write down whatever thoughts you have as soon as you have them on a piece of paper. Paper? What's that? <laughs> it's this thing that comes from trees and it's pretty essential to human life. Well, because I started trying culture. Because okay, the exact same thing happened to me. I started trying to write the intro. Or, and then I'd skip the intro and I started writing the narratio, but either way, it was awful. So now I just went to paper and I'm writing down all my thoughts. Yeah, so. I had inspiration like at the middle of the night the other. Yeah, like was very lucky. I'm jealous of your sudden inspiration. You too. No, what because Laura, showed, she randomly showed up at her house and was talking until like 11 at night. I'm like, I have an idea for my senior thesis. Mm-hmm. I just grabbed my Chromebook and was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I have also had zero motivation to do homework, and that is something I've tried to work on. And then when math comes in, and I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> and, but I don't want to go to him because it's already late, and I'm like, I'm just going to try to do it, and then I sit there. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> my thesis is about philosophy versus theology. Um, 
And it's essentially, I'm going to say, that there is no need for the Christian abstract discussion person to call themselves a philosopher and that it's dangerous to identify yourself as a philosopher if you're a Christian um, because philosophy tries to answer all the big questions that theology answers without God. Like danger, starting, danger. Start, starting from your own reason. So I will be doing that and I will be essentially attacking Boethius and Aquinas and Erasmus and those types of medieval theologians who used too much philosophy and reason in their writings, which I think paved the way for the Enlightenment and, in the end, Nietzsche and Marx. I'm excited to hear that. It sounds confusing when you explain it, but I do think... <laughs> it sounds... It's controversial, yeah. to yes. say the least. Well, and also, I think because uh, I never thought about it, because... Uh, throughout my life, I feel like, you know when you are trying to argue something that you feel like everything points to the truth of that? Yeah. Like, uh, it's hard predestination is actually quite difficult for me to argue about because to me, it seems as though everything points to that truth. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's super interesting and I'm kind of jealous that your topic is so controversial, but, <laughs> but, um, but it, I, pointy. Yeah, but also, Which will totally it's, talk about it's not it's like good. anything would have stopped me from making pointed remarks. Well, and also, in a because if, if certain people hadn't come to our school, I don't know if it would have been as big of a deal as it is now to talk about. Fair point. Yeah, different. Yeah, I think the reading this year, would have you, can't, it anyway. you can't avoid it because it is so much medieval philosophy and theology. Would you have picked it if um, we hadn't had people disagree with Boethius? Or, or, sorry, if we had people, if we didn't have people agreeing with Boethius, who, by the way, is in opposition to Maggie. <laughs> in case yeah. you were wondering. Well, because the name of my uh, omnibus final was Boethius the Idiot. Not him. I just mean Boethius. He's not personally an idiot the whole at all. entire time of his life. I meant Boethius in the Constellation of Philosophy, but the title was maybe a bit inflammatory on purpose. But I think it's not surprising. I I actually don't know because it is something that is controversial enough even outside of our little class. Mm -hmm. um, I might have. Because, like, I was interested in writing about theater and why that's necessary for culture mm -hmm. and why Marysville should be more involved. But that's the thing. I don't have enough experience arguing that. Mm -hmm. And it's something a little too personal. Yeah. That because I haven't argued against anyone about it, I don't have enough that I feel confident saying. So this, there's enough people throughout history to argue with throughout the internet to argue with and Even our own I've classmates. argued with in real life. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited. It's I because I remember when we stuff when we were going through Boethius and it was so fun. I don't know why arguing that particular point was so fun, but Yeah. Boethius, by the way, wrote he was a Roman Christian Dude. philosopher theologian. Um who got thrown in prison for for not being liked by by the king essentially and he wrote the consolation of philosophy uh in two or three days i think it was um which is a really well written work in two and days. went <laughs> and on... also he was going to his death yeah mm -hmm. and then they poked his eyes out and then they killed him um and nice it went go. on to become Luckily. probably one of the most influential works in medieval history uh, and influenced a lot of Christian thought. So that's why it's a bigger deal to disagree <laughs> with it. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And okay. yours is? I'm going to talk about, I've been going in between talking about all different levels of having a broad education. My original idea was to do talking about broad education in response to 
different, like different European countries, a lot of European countries have mm -hmm. a school system where they have different tracks for you to go on depending on, they don't say this out loud, but how smart you are. And all, uh, like the British school system has uh, where you choose your major in high school and then they take out unnecessary subjects and then you just do those and I so think I, that's I could called, have avoided math yeah that's called doing your A-levels your GCSE wow A-levels so you basically I think you have three classes or something and you take out so it's <laughs> uh, and so like in Holland they have four and the thing is sorry I'm like go, <laughs> all I'm very it's difficult. fine they yeah, have we're all four, like that right They now. have four tracks that you can go on, and they go from, like, practical knowledge, so, like, trade school, they just send you off to trade school as soon as they realize you're not good at anything else. Uh, the second track is trade school, there's, like, practical knowledge with uh, a little bit of math and, or, like, more, like, average, more academic, sort of average, and then they have the next one, which is you're going to go to university, and then, so you do more things, but they remove more of the practical stuff, and then the next level up is you're going to go to, like to probably get a PhD or something like that. So that, so then they have these four levels of, and you can move tracks, but the general idea is extremely It sounds like pragmatic, actually. Yes, <laughs> pragmatic and utilitarian, which, is really bad. It sounds good because it makes sense to us when we think pragmatically, which is uh, what, it, or utilitarian means whatever is useful is good, and pragmatic is the goodness and worth of something is then based on its direct application. Well, so, what it produces. Yeah, yeah, what it what it produces. So I have. So if you think about education, very utilitarian, like as you just want to produce people who can make money, then obviously the four-track system works extremely well. And you should do it because that's the best way. I mean, in the end, it's not the best way, but if that's all, your only goal is to produce people who will make money, it's the best way to produce those people. Uh, and then... Well, it's the most efficient, way, the most to, efficient way to make, the, make an army of those people. Yeah. And so, so I first started off with um, that idea of specialized high school education, but that's not currently very popular in America. America just has a very special, <laughs> a very bad uh, it doesn't government work school system. Any direction? No. Oh, it's because in America you basically are prepared for the SAT, so they just remove anything that's unnecessary. That's why you don't take, you're not forced to take art or music or anything that doesn't prepare you for the SAT. Which is a shame. Basically. So that's also, they're just preparing you for something else. Instead of preparing you to do, to do work, they're just preparing you to take a test. So, but. Well, that's because college is the main yeah, area that, that you use to get a job. It, it would be the mindset. Yeah, because I think they have a different system in European countries mm -hmm. for getting you into college. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, there is a standardized test somewhere, but <clears throat> basically talking about why broad education prepares you to be a worshiper of Christ and to understand the framework to be a more, to think like a human and not like a machine, to be overall good at many things and then being able to do many things. And, um, and basically, I've had to think about it a lot more than I ever have because similar to how it's hard to argue things where everything in your life seems to point to that truth, mm -hmm. everything in my life seems to point to this truth. And so I have a hard time like sorting out why it's actually true because it all seems to be good. And, and then also, um, I, I had it. What was it? I feel like I'm missing something. I haven't said something. Um, well, um, God wants us to be not preparing 
necessarily to only do a job, to only do a certain set of skills, but to uh, look at all of life with the ability to um, criticize and work. Does, does anything that I'm saying well, make sense? I, what, I think <laughs> what you're saying is God wants us to be the type of people who can go into any situation and give him glory there. Yes. So those type of people are more rounded educational, yeah. educationally. And the basic thing that like classical education tries to do is teach you how to learn mm-hmm. and give you the tools that you need to go and learn whatever you're called to or whatever interests you. Yeah. And everything in between. So. And it just is good. Yeah. It makes you, it's education to make you a person, yeah. not to make you a job. Exactly. And also the purpose of a classical education, basically what you just said, because it doesn't, it doesn't have the, put the emphasis on money. It puts the emphasis on glorifying God which in turn will end up making you money, but it's, uh, it might, it might, but it's not, it's not saying Maybe. your goal should be to be completely financially secure or your goal should be to, uh, get this job and work for the rest of your life, but it is instead to come up with ideas and to try new things and then be constantly, uh, be be prepared to be constantly learning new things and trying new things. Yes, well, and that's because the mindset that says education is to get a job so you can feed your family is most of the time an attitude, I would say, ultimately rooted in fear. Um, and also, I just realized that, that you can't, that you need to be prepared in that particular way, otherwise you won't be able to do it. Yeah, because God will provide for you if you glorify him in uh, learning about his creation. And then, because if you are a true Christian who wants to glorify God, you will make things, and you will do things, and in turn, you will... He will bless you. He will bless you, and and you will have... Then you'll also make money. Depending on what you're called to. Yes. Because, as evidenced by, like... The prophets who weren't listened to for years on end. That that was God's blessing. Yeah. That was the response to them being obedient. So it just you can't be afraid. And also, because of the school system and you having to make money, it ends up you hate capitalism because it's this thing that you because you're afraid of does it, does this kind of make sense what I because, uh, you're, because yeah. of fear, you then are you see security in socialism instead of well yeah because if your parents are handing you checks and your parents are the government that's that's yeah because in a way way you're being afraid if you don't believe in god anyway sorry all right we have now talked about our thesis (laughs) for like 20 minutes but we were talking about what we've been doing productively speak yeah i did on Boethius. No, no, what you've been doing. No, now. I was going to say Cheyenne should go and then mm. I can go. Okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Cheyenne does not want to go. I will go. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the quarantine, the thing that I spent most of my productive energy doing was shopping for my family and for some other people that either, like, they either couldn't leave or they shouldn't have left or some combination of Which was awesome. That. So that was great. I think I shopped probably for like. I remember you kept saying forty hours altogether. Yeah, well, because it turns out there was a lot of stuff that was needed, and then it kept being that like Winco had shelves that were completely empty, which was a bit dystopian for me because I've grown up in America, like in a time where it's supremely odd for a shelf to be empty. Of a lot of a lot of things, so I did that, and then on top of homework stuff, I have been writing more than I was before. Which <laughs> sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> um, the writing stuff is due to my mom's influence, which was 
very kind of her because I always say I want to write and then I'm afraid of it being bad so that I don't do it. But for real? Yes. For real? Yes. Because that's for one reals. of my biggest struggles and I thought I always thought that you could like write out these I see your papers and I'm like I knew Okay, but why like, didn't that never cross my mind that you struggle writing papers? Well, papers are fine because I have to turn them in or anyway. Just in general. Also, they just go to the teacher and that's it. But like I'm afraid of writing something all on my own. So actually, I'm oh, like just going to say the worst poetry? of it. I'm going to say the worst of it. If a teacher gives me an assignment with a prompt and I'm bad at the prompt, my natural instinct is to blame the teacher for the bad prompt. <laughs> so, that's how I get myself I'm not bad out of that writing. one. <laughs> to clarify, that is a bad instinct and I should not do that. But that's how I work myself out of being scared about that. So anyway, I've been writing more. We would That's have a good been... coping mechanism. <laughs> Blame everyone else. That is almost always Blame my instinct. Blame the teacher. I just... <laughs> you normally blame yourself. I just blame myself even if it's somebody else's fault. Yeah, which is where I'm like, stop. Yeah, that's also bad. Don't do that either. <laughs> Not your fault. No. But um, we would have been working on... Uh, we had gotten permission to do Much Ado About Nothing as a play this year. It was going to be very fun. And I was... Very excited for it, and I had a bunch of plans, and then... so much. It, That's what I felt. Yeah. I felt I had some sadness on your part. I was praying because <laughs> oh, you. you put so much work into that, and then be like, psych! If, if, if it no happened with Monty Python last year, that would have been more sad, because I sunk 80 hours probably into that beforehand. Because yeah. we just got to the beginning of it with assigning scripts and just doing tryouts, so you hadn't gotten too far, but yeah. you still spent a decent amount of time. But I... I really like helping with the plays, and this year was going to be extra fun, and so I have been using that sad energy to write a script for maybe next year, if it's any good. So that's fun. It's supposed to be a... I feel like saying these authors all in a row makes me sound like I think I'm a really good writer. These are my influences in this play, P.G. Woodhouse and Agatha Christie, and... Shakespeare's comedy of errors type problems. If if it's bad, I don't mean to clear to put myself with those authors. <laughs> um, and then I'm working on getting my own little business up and going called Classical Clamor, because I realized that there are not very many good places on the internet to get fun classical education humor shirts and stuff. So, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. are you going to be writing books now? No, although you I would like to write books you, eventually. You should at some point write books. Well, I am not going to do that right now. Well, not right now. <laughs> we have way too much stuff to do right now. Yeah, I should write my thesis before I write a book. That's um, kind of important. <laughs> but I've been doing that. I need to put more designs up and then get that store up on the web. But that's exciting. And... I started another little podcast of my own called the Archetype Archive, where I retell myths and fairy tales and little historical moments um, in brief episodes so people can listen and not get bored. Ideally, they might be bored by me, but... (laughs) Because you're so boring. Yeah, I'm a very boring and quiet person, so it would make sense. No. Uh, You're almost (laughs) so loud. And so interesting that you're boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, bagpipes on full <laughs> sound the whole time. But I've been doing a lot of stuff like that, and I've been writing more poetry. And uh, me and my brother did a quarantine Easter basket thing. Which was where fun. Slightly illegal, but it was fun. It wasn't it really wasn't that illegal. illegal. And we put together, I think, 70 Easter baskets altogether. Which I was tired by the end of that, but that was super fun. And then we people drove by and picked their baskets up, which was fun and was fun. productive. And it took a whole. And week. your dad had to tell us to leave. Yes, <laughs> but it was still good. Yes, <laughs> I have been busy every day, but I cannot remember what well, I've been actually busy with. I actually think in a second, if Cheyenne doesn't have something she wants to tell us, okay, she got a job at Chick Fil A too. I'm telling you that. She's excited about that. But uh, we should talk about um, like how we've been handling things emotionally-wise, like spiritual things we've been dealing with, because that can, that's 
work in and of itself that can feel like it has taken up a whole day. And I think that is part of why it feels like so much has happened is because, at least for me, yeah. there are so many times where I am dealing with a rebellious horse emotion that's trying You're to run away. One. Do you have something to say or are you trying to motion at a bug? Cheyenne is going to text me something. Okay. Um, do you have thoughts? Because I have thoughts, but I've been talking sure. for a bit. So um, I'll you go, go and then I'll go. And then I, I did have to pray and repent. And then we'll be done. Many <laughs> times because I had, and I said not to bring up government things, but I did have a distinct hatred, like literal <laughs> hatred for our governor. Yeah, I couldn't pick up and on that. President, because, and first off, it was. For a president? Well, just because he gave the authority to the governors. And but isn't them, that good? Like states' rights? Well, kind of. I think states' rights is good. Anyway, anyway, because I don't. Also, they can't blame him anymore. Well, true. Well, keep going. Up. Um, because I felt like we're 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 called to gather, mm-hmm. and I don't like to me. I don't care what's happening on the world. We should still be getting together every Sunday for church as a congregation. She's just going political now. <laughs> and I was like, the first few Sundays, I was like, this is terrible. And I'm like repenting, repenting, repenting. This is terrible. Repent some more. Pray some more. And then I kindly. Kind of, not kindly, but I can't talk. I hit a spot where I realized, like like I should have done this before, like God is obviously in control of everything, and at some point we will meet again, even if it's a few months, years. Thankfully it hasn't been years. Because that would really bad. But if it's years, I'm just going to be done. Uh, with, with all I of think it. emotionally with people, I've been, this space has been nice, being with my family your and house? getting closer. Did you just say Space. I mean, like with everyone. No, no, no. She's saying like not being, being with everyone all the time. Oh, just taking, okay. Like, I thought you were talking like uh, and taking more time to work space. on the relationships okay, yes. in my own house, yes, which yes. has been really good. And good we've days. gotten way closer and had some fun times. Like physically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I've had a few meltdowns, but other than that, it's been great. Yeah. Repenting. Well, praying. and there are. <laughs> I would say that there are times. In weird trials like this, where like crying, as long as it's not out of anger or bitterness or other sorts of sin, it's totally acceptable as long as you repent. Is acceptable as long, but I'm saying it's not always something you need to repent from. So just sadness. So some sadness resulting in a few tears is okay as long as then you go do and you go and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I'll, I'll, Abigail's going to go because then I also have. Oh, okay. Um, well, I have had surprisingly, I I have not cried. I don't think. I think the closest I ever got to crying was when Mr. Sar announced. I did. Wait. So you are saying that in the eight, you haven't cried once. Nine-ish weeks. I don't think. I think I cried. Maggie sent me a very nice message, and I cried at that. But that was the the one where I was sobbing when I sent it. You didn't send me a sobbing message. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'll send you one later. <laughs> um, Don't that, was, that was like the only time I've cried. I have not cried. And I think even when like Governor Inslee extended the stay-at-home order, I, I was, was like, angry okay, I just was I more think, like, ha, ha, ha. I think the problem, <laughs> How is this the problem that I've been having is balancing between uh, being... Ha- so... Um, being opinionated about what's happening and then and being saying this isn't right but also having to trust God and just also um, sub, uh, submit to the orders when they don't go against what he what we have been commanded to do and so going I don't know because my first instinct is to disobey all of the rules and to toss everything out the hey, window. Hey, mine too. And <laughs> and when like when we went to the supermarket, my dad was like, "Wait, we have to wipe down the cart." And I was like, "We are not wiping down the cart." That <laughs> one actually isn't something yeah. he's talked into. No, I know. But and he's like, "No, Abigail, we really have to wipe down the cart." So we wiped down the cart. But because those kind of things, I want to like everything. I'm like, like, oh, we should look oh, at. Oh, we huh? should. We shouldn't do this. I'm gonna so. Instead of, because I am far too quick to have an extremely rebellious dude. Yeah, because we're humans. Yeah. And so, instead, not doing that, 
because somehow in my head it's some kind of weakness to do I don't know no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like where, like if you submit to the governor's stupid orders, you ha- you're weak. Mm. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but it actually is like the opposite. Yeah, in most circumstances. Yeah, so uh, I I think that that's probably the biggest thing, and then because I'm with my brothers all the time, trying not to take over my parents' job, that's the other problem I've been having. Well, and all four Wait, like of us parents' job by by like. Parenting. Well, parenting. All, yeah. all, all four of us are oldest. Yeah. That's, That's weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Cause, yeah, because we all have the tendency. Because, like, today, because well, we last, all bought each other. Last too. night, I was like, what, whatever was, ha- what was happening, I was like, this is really bad. This is going to blow up. And I should say something. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to say anything. It's going to be fine. And sure enough, this morning, problem. Clouds of smoke. Clouds of smoke. Well, mushroom clouds. So. Everything is good. And it's proof that your parents know what they're doing. And yes. And you are not superior. Contrary yeah. to your personal belief. But I'm white. <laughs> You're white? And yeah. the rest of your... And nerdy? What? I'm privileged. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> white like, and, and nerdy or white. We're a bunch of white privileged people. <laughs> we are, but we're not boys, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, we're still oppressed. <laughs> we are Hashtag still a minority still, because still somehow oppressed. women are a minority. I don't get how that works. But yeah, I have been having various and numerous types of problems. Um, mostly because I have strong emotional reactions to most things and I am I I believe in emotional control and so figuring out how to do that and then harness the emotions as fuel to get good stuff done can be difficult but my parents helped me and recently mom came up with the analogy that I'm like a pressure washer so the emotions would be like the water (laughs) My and good. I need to actually like get stuff done with that. But if I'm just if I'm not communicating about what my problem is, um, being vulnerable with my family and my close people, um, I one of the better ways for me to use an emotion is to write something about it or go and do something for my family or clean up my room or like read or make something with my hands. Um, so if I'm not doing that and communicating and being vulnerable, then it's like I'm a very leaky pressure washer, and I'm mm-hmm. not actually using that emotion to get anything done. So I've been learning to, and it's something I was learning before. It's just like the quarantine put an extra, mm-hmm. like, growth pill onto this area, so I'm like <laughs> frantically trying to keep up. It's like one of those things that you submerge in water, and they like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like the washcloth. Or like yeah, or like yeah. the little, like little, little dinosaur. Oh, yeah, they like dinosaur. They, dinosaur, dinosaur they don't grow yeah. that fast, but I'm like Kila like got dinosaurs. an octopus one thing that like grew for six days Ugh. and it got like this big and then you take it out of the water and it got smaller again. It's kind of gross and creepy, but it's fun also. But anyway, because I have been dealing because I really love school. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places oh, yeah. to be. And People who know me know that already. But if I do think too much about the fact that I probably won't wear my uniform ever again, except just for put it on. Oh, except I for, do I don't want to. Not no, if I'm going to like, school. No, but do I'm it, and then school. it will help you get over the emotional part of it. Really? No, I'll just don't yeah. cry. Don't cry, please. Uh, but, I already did. But like, over but the, the fact that I won't. Okay, I can't talk about this because I. <laughs> yeah. But like that, I won't go to school, and I there won't be like tired yelling in the hallways. Yeah, and there won't be and staying laughter. late after our finals week, which there is won't actually be really fun. Bri- me it's bring... so much fun being sleep deprived and giggling, and then like arguing, be like we're staying on top. Yeah, and like I'm gonna miss Omnibus so much, and like everybody yelling yeah. all the time. Well, needless to say, we really like the school, and it has and left. A, I think it's a good thing that we no, love aren't we all yeah. staying yeah. around? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm going to EBCC. Also, <coughs> are you good? Never mind. Are you, you're not good. Um, but. So I've been dealing with, and it's not like these, these emotions make sense. It's just they pop up at times I don't expect and then I have to deal with them. In like a mole? Most of the like time, whack-a-mole. they pop up in unexpected forcefulness as well. 
So you know what? It's like whack-a-mole, but you have a pressure washer instead of a hammer. Hmm. So you pull them out of the hole instead of <laughs> whack them down. I think those two analogies be moles. They, they make sense. <laughs> my head. But um, dealing with sadness about school and graduation, which are justifiable until they go on too long, and then I'm wallowing in it, which is not a good plan. Um, and then dealing with it just normal, missing the normal schedule. And so what has really helped me is writing things and talking about things with my family instead of just being like, I do not have an emotion about that because I'm a strong person and I'm not weak and having I a sad feeling. I will never cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that always works for me. Um, and then just yeah, being thankful for all of the things that still are, are normal mm-hmm. and then doing what I can to get... It back to normal stuff. Yeah. And also, the things that are not normal are also fun, to some degree, in a weird way. And, and they're obviously you, what God wants to happen. If you so. are a girl in particular, and you like reading, and you feel like this is a really stressful time, what you should do is you should go get Rilla of Ingleside by Ella Montgomery, and you should read that. <laughs> because it will help you see that this is not actually as big of a tragedy as it feels like. Yet, it could still get really bad. But um, that really helped me within the first three weeks of the whole quarantine situation. Yeah. Before I read that, I have to finish Jane Eyre. Before I read that, I have to finish my thesis. (laughs) Jane Eyre is not my favorite. Okay. But I'm going to finish it. (laughs) Do you have thoughts? Do I have thoughts? Thoughts. What kind of thoughts? That thing that we've just said. Do you like how we're both we're all staring at you? No, I do not. I feel okay. uncomfortable. Well, that's your favorite thing is people staring at you. Oh yeah. Hey, we should be done in like four minutes, so you can. I can. More like three, three minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. I can talk for three minutes. Okay. Well. Well, more um, like two minutes. Cause my motivation went from really, really like high to I'm gonna get all my homework done. I'm gonna have A's to really low, really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> like the first week we had quarantine, I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna do homework every day." And now I'm like, "I'm gonna do 30 minutes of homework, and it's not gonna be good." So I've gone to that. Um, and then I got a job. Um, and then, and I will be cooking our food at Chick Fil A. So if you want to get food poisoning, well, that was not the best advertisement for the company. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It'll be my pleasure to serve you. Uh, my pleasure. But um, that happened, and then I don't. I, I'm not doing any projects. I feel like I have gotten more busy Ooh. or busier during this quarantine. Like school, it was just kind of. School was just kind of knitting. Kind of. School was you're just doing school, just school, just school. Now quarantine, it's like not full on. Your brain isn't doesn't feel like you should be doing school. Feels like you should be sitting in bed, drinking a hot <laughs> cup of coffee, while if if you're a reedy book person, a reedy book person, then you'd be reading a book. Maggie. Or if you're a technology person, you're on Instagram for two hours. <clears throat> no, that's a social media person, not a technology. Not saying person. that I've done that. <laughs> um, and then the quarantine. My favorite part of what quarantine was, uh, our quarantine senior surprise. That was pretty fun. Oh, that was fun. Except for I the... Are you gonna... Oh my stupid God, spicy what? cupcake. Are you, do you have any plans for... Oh, but you like got... You oh, decided about like, uh, Yeah, I got a soccer scholarship to Everett Community College. So we played soccer. Are you excited about that? Don't get a concussion. Yeah. I'll probably get two more. What number of concussion are you on? Four. How many are you allowed to have? For high school, five. Yeah, remember for college? College doesn't matter. Every other every other concussion she gets, she does really well on science tests. (laughs) Yes. I was kind of confused about that, not gonna lie. I was like, how the heck? I don't know how it doesn't make any sense. You walk into the test, you do it. You do the same test that I did and get And I said for like maybe three and a half hours, and then you walk in there with a concussion, and I'm like, how did you just ace that? I don't even remember it. Terrible grades on those tests. I'm pretty sure I got worse grades than you because we compared grades. My grades were awful. Those tests were. And they tried feeding us donuts, and I always say that's all. 
That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, good job. Mm. Thank you. Well, we have talked for way too long. Almost an hour. Holy cow. I'm not going to say it's way too long. I will say if you made it to the end of this, like, all in one go, I'm impressed. Here, we should give them applause. <laughs> Except we just burst their eardrums. And Get I'm over it. You're fine. Um, <laughs> take care. Take care. Uh, we are almost at 500 listens. Holy macaroni. We're famous. Which is <laughs> cool. Yes, we are very famous in our own community where everyone fair, knows each other. But to be fair, we have recorded in a few months, also, so yeah, yeah, the amount of time is made up for all of We are sorry about that. We tried to get together, though? like, probably 12 times, and then it didn't work due to various predestinated reasons. Um, and some people might be offended. Some You might be offended by that, but... You might be in your chair. But whatever, that was predestined to. Um, Predestination. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If you did, if you didn't, whatever. That's you don't fine. We don't care about you. Um, if they didn't listen, they wouldn't hear you saying that. So yeah, it's just for the few people who listen to the end. Uh, you are welcome to share the podcast if you would like to. Or you don't have to. And we will be back eventually. In another, another two episode. Back with in. more thoughts. Because apparently we don't run out of them. Especially being locked up for a few months. <laughs> yeah. This is why I have to write so much. Because I can't argue with people in Omnibus. Okay. Farewell. Really Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Woo! Abigail is... Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good end. Well, a, a speaker just got back over. <laughs> And with that, we say adieu. <laughs> Goodbye. You don't have you to deal with us for a table. while. And thank you.